thank you very much for listening. You might be walking the dog or you might be driving the car or you might be actually watching us on your screen. Very exciting to have you here for our BIP chat. And we've got a wonderful guest today, Jonathan um, Andrews, who's from uh, Remarkable Partnerships. And today we're going to be talking very deeply about the power of partnerships in business, give you some tips about it and why now is the right time to be really considering growing your business through partnerships. Um, before I come to Jonathan, I just want to give a little bit of context if this is your first time listening to a BIP chat. Um, Thomas and I believe that business is personal. So I'm sure you do as well. But it is the juxtaposition of the fact that people might say to you, it's not personal, it's just business. But it is personal because we bring our emotions into our business and so should we. This is the real era of emotional intelligence in business. But also our personal life affects our business and our business affects our personal life. And we've built a community called BIP 100, Business is Personal, for 100 experts. And we have spent four years building a community of 100 quite remarkable experts. And our belief is in doing these BIP chats is that it's, most companies are chasing down their clients. How can I find a great client? How can I find a great client? But we're interested in your business growth. And business growth comes from working with fantastic experts and suppliers that are going to really enhance you. So today, as I said, you are going to learn a lot about how to create a, a partnership, why they're so impo important to you. Talking for about 25, 30 minutes and maybe see if that could be a strategy that you could build into your business a bit better. And it's taking the concept of collaboration a little bit further. And I think collaboration is something people often contact me. I'd like to collaborate with you. But actually, if they said, I'd like to partner with you, that's probably much more interesting. So Jonathan um, really believes in um, driving your growth through purpose-driven um, partnerships. And I think, Jonathan, um, we've, I've got lots of questions for you, but I want to start off by talking to you about that. Purpose-driven partnerships. Why do you believe that? And why do you do what you do? Yeah, um, great question. And uh, thanks for having me as a guest on your podcast, Penny. I'm really delighted to be here. Um, well, yeah, purpose-driven partnerships are a passion of mine, but also I think they are an idea whose time has come. I think there we find ourselves in a particular circumstances right now where I think if you are a business leader right now, um, or indeed a charity leader, because we also work with charities, um, you know, the market is tough and we face some tough circumstances. There's a cost of living crisis happening, but also there is, you know, a war happening in Ukraine and in Gaza. And um, also, you know, companies face significant challenges such as delivering ESG goals and EDI goals and a number of other three-letter acronyms. So I think purpose-driven partnerships are a really exciting opportunity right now because purpose is an idea whose time um, has come. And that's because purpose-driven business is huge right now. Also, um, the new generation, the younger generation, Gen Y and Gen Z, they want to work for companies who are doing um, stuff that is good for society. And, um, and thirdly, I think right now, it's great for companies to show that they're making a difference in challenging times. I think companies want to do that. And also customers will love companies that truly are committed to making a difference. Yeah. And I think you're absolutely right. And I, I remember when you've really inspired me and, and lots of the discussions we've had, how 
the younger generation now really don't want to just grind it out, do they, based on task after task after task. They need to feel that their work is That's more impact than that, don't they? Yeah, this this generation, you know, Gen Y and Gen Z, they've grown up in a different circumstances from me because they've grown up whereby, you know, climate change is a reality. And therefore then, you know, for them, it just makes sense that all of us are doing something together to help, you know, save the planet and make the planet a better place. Um, and so therefore then they still want to work for jobs where they get good pay and, you know, are motivated. But also when they're going and seeking these jobs, they are asking employers. They're also asking that extra question saying, look, what's the difference you're making in the community? Or what are you doing about climate change? And these are, you know, or about equal rights. And these questions are coming up. And, you know, business leaders have got to have really good answers for those questions in order to seize the talent of the future. Yeah. And I remember when a couple of our children worked in, um, well, it was actually Accenture, one of the big consulting firms when they graduated. And there were all these side of desk opportunities as well, where companies had these initiatives. Yeah. You could jump into these and maybe take a day out of the work and Absolutely. go and support these. So I can really see it. It's interesting when we were bringing you into our, our community and one of the questions I ask is, what's your favourite treat? Um, because we create a welcome box to send it. And yeah, yeah. you converted Thomas and I off green and black and lint chocolate onto Tony's chocolate. Never, never, never thought about it. Love so that. That is it's quite funny, isn't it? If you went into a cupboard, you would now see bars of Tony's chocolate. We Tony's chocolate only is brilliant. Well, let me, can I give you that as an example of one of these yeah. partnerships? Because, um, you know, I like you, and hopefully we can convert some of your listeners onto that too, is, you know, Tony's chocolate only is a really... Uh, first of all, brilliant tasting chocolate, but also a great company. And I've actually been in contact with some of the people at Tony's just recently. Um, in fact, we're getting them to speak at an event that we're is coming up for us soon, which is great. But the Tony's Chocolate Only story is really interesting because this is a chocolate company who said, you know, our goal is to make sure that we are going to drive out slavery from the chocolate manufacturing market. Now, that is it's like what you said earlier on, Penny. I, I think, you know, in some ways we're closely aligned. I agree with you. Business is personal because business is emotional and people will want to work for companies like Tony's Chocolate Only or partner with companies or buy their chocolate because yeah. they love their why. And one thing that Tony's Chocolate Only did recently, which is a great example of a corporate charity partnership, is they partnered with Oxfam around um, Glastonbury. Because as you all, as everybody knows, you know, when Glastonbury tickets go on sale, right, they sell like that, yes, you know, in, yes. in five hours or something. And um, so most people don't get the Glastonbury tickets that they want. So Tony's Chocolonely very smartly produced a Glastonbury special bar, which was a bit like the Willy Wonka bar, where potentially in that bar you had um, the chance to win Glastonbury tickets, and yeah. um, which had already sold out. And all of the proceeds of the Tony's Chocolate Only Glastonbury Bar went to Oxfam. So fantastic publicity and really sales good. for Tony's Chocolate Only and also great at raising money for Oxfam too. Um, yeah, love and that. the two of them really fit together because after all, Oxfam is doing stuff on, yeah. you know, tackling awesome. slavery. Yeah. And the thing is that, um, you know, okay, we've got B2C and a lot of us work in the uh, yeah. B2C, a lot of us work yeah. in the B2C. 
But ultimately, the consumer cares. And, you know, that was a consumer totally. promise that I made. And and um, so these partnerships are really, really powerful. So what's one of your proudest partnership moments then, personally? Yeah, well, uh, great. And I think also you talk about, you know, B2B and B2C. So, you know, let me give a, you know, business to business example, because it's, it's very easy probably yeah. for us to come up with examples of these where they are, you know, brands that are selling to consumers. But actually... You know, a part where a company partners with a charity, it can be brilliant for their business and growth, you know, and their goals um, when they're a business to business as well. So that probably my proudest partnership and my proudest moment was uh, when I worked with a guy called Ken Deeks. And Ken is, a, you know, now become a personal friend of mine. But when, um, you know, some years ago, Ken contacted me. He works in the IT industry. And um, we were working around an event. We were—I was—I was at Action for Children, and we were doing a running a campaign at the time called "How's Our Youth 2000," and it was all about basically eradicating youth homelessness by the year 2000. But Ken walked past our poster, and because he was in the IT industry, he thought it was about the Millennium Bug because he was just so obsessed. And he <laughs> thought, "Ken, you self-centered what's it? Why are you always thinking everything's about the Millennium Bug?" There are other people out there tackling more profound goals for the year 2000. So he called us up and said, you know, like what you said earlier, can we collaborate? I've got an idea. And together, cut a long story short, together we created an event called Bite Night, which was pulling together the IT industry to give up their beds for the night and raise money for action for children, for vulnerable children and young people. And that is still going today. So it's been going for 25 years and it's raised over 12 million pounds. Gosh, Jonathan, do you know, I never knew you were associated to that. That is a tremendous. Yeah. So, so but just you, can I give you can I give yeah. you one more bit on that? Yeah, yeah. So the Sorry if I'm going on too much, but it's, it's like the benefit for Ken out of that. So obviously you can hear yeah. the benefit for the charity. Yeah. But that's been transformational for Ken and his business. So where he is at the Amber Group. So how has this transformed things for Ken? Well, first of all, it raised his profile massively in the IT industry, which, of course, being a PR specialist was huge for him. So actually, it's raised his profile. Also, he is off the back of that event because of the people that he's met at that event and now think Ken's a great bloke. You know, Ken's such a caring guy. He's won some major clients with those companies. And also, he's now, you know, bit like you, but different level. He's now Ken Deeks MBE. So he's also been recognized in, yeah. you know, the New Year's honors. And um, yeah, I think Ken basically describes it as probably the most, you know, worthwhile thing he's ever done. It, I mean, it, you know, let's not be legacy. sure about it. It's, it's changed his life. Absolutely. A real, a real legacy that. So that's, that's really, really creative to sort of come, come up with these ideas. So I'm starting yeah. to get the picture here. Um, now, commercial partnerships also. So I want to come back to the charity ones. Of course, they're really important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, what I'm thinking of, somebody's listening here and they're thinking, I really need to gain some skills here, either to create better partnerships in commercial partnerships or look for yeah. a charity that I can partner with. Um, what do you think is the sort of ingredient to that that's so critical in any partnership? Well, I think that's great. I mean, I, I think, you know, firstly to say is, you know, partnerships, you know, whether you're partnering with another business or partnering with a charity or partnering with, you know, a different organization might be, a, you know, might be a public you know, sector organization um, or, say, university. You know, 
actually partnerships have never been so important because of this complex world that we you know have and because yeah. the pressures on businesses are greater but in terms of how to get started well i i i you know of course i'd say this because i'm part of the bip you know 100 is you know i i think i've been reminded of late about you know first of all the power of networking i think i know you and thomas are passionate about the the sort of the almost what do you call it the the sort of the serendipity of it all you know the yeah. the, the you know the, the fact that actually if you go out go out there you know you'll be amazed at who you meet you know i met somebody who was the perfect person for me to meet at a bip 100 event and you know because he knows the owner of a company i want to work with right. and um but but so i think networking is number one i think number two is you know and we spoke about this in in our you know chat just before is i think there's something about if i want to build partnerships successful partnerships i need to maybe shift my approach because one of the traps that many business leaders fall into is they end up talking a lot about themselves and about their businesses Whereas actually the boat most successful approach, you know, to build partnerships is to take a genuine interest in other people and find out about other people's companies. And like, um, you know, what, how do you call that? Be curious. And that's how to be a brilliant networker. And then the third point, which is really is the secret source of the way in which we encourage companies and charities and companies and companies to build partnerships is we really recommend that you look for those organizations who have a similar purpose to you and then really think about, right, what's their purpose? What's our purpose? And what is our shared goal? I'm doing that right now with a um, with another BIPA called Craig Goldblatt. He runs a brilliant business called um, Living on Purpose. And because he's all about purpose and we're all about purpose, we've got such a great alignment and we're seeing lots of collaboration opportunities. So I think those three steps, networking, be curious and look for the shared purpose are great ways. Yeah, so something that I think that is absolutely fantastic, and I just wrote down something that inspired me there, which I'll come back to. Oh. Um, something that I always find experts do over and over and over again is they underestimate the wisdom that they've accumulated over years, and they're sort of the hidden secret source that actually yeah. makes them what they are. You know, you didn't become skilled in this overnight it was no. it's literally years of joining up many many mm. dots mm. one of the things so i want to ask you but i think i've got an idea of what this is what mm. do you think is you know if somebody was to contact you and say i really like the idea of partnership where do i go from here what is it that makes you so good at this i know i'm going to make you blush here but what do you know i want you to yeah explain i i that. think that i think that i am quite um you know in terms of my personality makeup i'm quite a an emotional person, maybe a bit more like yourself, Penny, right. in terms of, so therefore it is, you know, I'll sit and watch movies and, you know, even some of the most ordinary movies and I'll cry. And, you know, and sometimes adverts will make me cry because um, I think one of the things is having, I, I started my career at Unilever and it's the most incredible space to learn about brands. And yeah. I think I just have a genuine belief that brands and business can be a force for good. So I think, you know, I think part of what I've got is I'm a I'm an enormous optimist. And I think that people like to spend time around yeah. people that lift their spirits. Um, yeah. We did a lot of that during the pandemic where we lift the spirits of charities across the UK and across the world. Um, so I think there's that. And, and I, I think I just have a genuine, genuine belief that 
companies and charities are made to partner with each other. And um, I was relating that with, you know, to Thomas the other day. And the reason I see that is because um, if we think about it, companies are often rich in resources, but maybe lacking a bit in meaning. Whereas if you think about charities, very low in resources, but enormous meaning. So it just means they can create this symbiotic sort of relationship. So, and then the third bit I would throw in there is, so because I'm an optimist, because I'm emotional, but also because I'm, I, I really love ideas. And I think the thing that can bind all of this together, a bit like the, you know, the, the, the two examples that I've spoken to already on this podcast is, you know, I think it's the idea that can bind it all together, an idea that brings alive the shared purpose, like, you know, the Tony's Chocolate Only, you know, um, Glastonbury yeah. Chocolate or bite night and i i think ideas um can really bring things to life yeah i absolutely love that and so it's really you know if you're a business person out there if you're a leader of marketing if you're a business owner you know if you've got a role where you're really trying to look at where can you get your business growth from and bring meaning into your company it's almost like you should dig dig into your own soul and think about i agree it's that, that is really mattering to you and that might matter to others. Is yeah. I, I think the place, the place to start is, you know, what is, what is the purpose of my business? But I'm sure, you know, Craig Goldblatt were on this call. He would say, therefore then, you know, when you think about what's the purpose of my business, you, you then go a bit more introspectively and say, what is my purpose? Or indeed, why did I start this business in the first place? Or if you're not the founder, you know, it can be really brilliant to go back to the story of why your business was founded. I mean, the story of why Unilever was founded was profound. You know, it was about improving the lives of people in the local community and helping them have, you know, um, better hygiene, you know. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, so, and, you know, um, even, you know, companies like, you know, Virgin Airlines, you know, was created because they wanted to create better value trips across the Atlantic. You know, most businesses were formed for very purposeful reasons. And I think starting with your purpose and saying, right, if we think about that is our purpose, then, you know, then really working from there, you know, like Tony's Chocolate Only, they want to make sure that the chocolate market, you know, that chocolate works for everybody. And it doesn't abuse the process. Yeah, exactly. That, you know, yeah, that, that everybody can enjoy, you know, a sweet taste every day yeah 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 in my case a little bit too often yeah me too yeah so no I think that is beautiful it really is and I think you know what you bring in terms of your experience and your soul and your heart into this but you know the other bit of secret sauce that I was going to say you have is I think you must have through all the partnerships that you've talked about and others that you've done you must have a very creative mind um, yeah there must yeah. be something, a problem solving creativity that you have where you see things when you're looking objectivity on. on yeah. On, on yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, so, I mean, there's several things that I'd, I'd say, but, you know, a book that really inspired me because I started my business, you know, in 2013, but a book that had just been published by a guy that I love, Seth Godin. He wrote a book called The Icarus Deception. And it was almost like he'd written a book for me, you know, okay. to be the handbook for how I started my business. And, um, you know, the thing that, you know, um, he says in this book is just, you know, actually, um, you know, just 
I, I think it's the whole bit. It's, it, it goes back to the, the myth of Icarus. You know, he said there is a deception about Icarus, which is when we tell the story of Icarus about his wings. And everybody tells the bit where, you know, um, it was almost like about where his, you know, he was told by his father, don't you dare fly too high and get too close to the sun because the sun will set fire to your wings and they will burn and you'll fall to your death. But what they miss out is the other bit of that story, which is he also said to Icarus, don't fly too low to the sea because your wings will get wet and then you'll drown. So the point is that that is totally there in Seth Godin's book in the Icarus Reception is he's basically saying, look, we've been given all the tools nowadays, you know, smartphones, Internet, you know, da 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 da, you know, AI to mean that we can fly as high as we want and we can make an idea spread around the globe in seconds. And yet so many of us get scared and we fly so much lower still. Mm. So he, you know, the point is, you know, just, you know, fly, fly high. But, yeah. uh, you know, I think, you know, just sort of coming back to what you said earlier on, I think, yes, I, I do think that, you know, it's, it, it, well, sorry, this was going to be the point. I think I interrupted myself a bit there is like, one of the points he says in this book is he talks about the importance of learning to see. And I think we can teach ourselves this, which is about learning to see um, almost like um, what works, what do people love, what works in partnerships, what are ideas that spread. And I think what we've done a lot, I've done over my career of 25 years working on corporate charity partnerships is I've learned to see um the, the the magical shared purpose between companies and charities and what could help them bring them alive it's lovely i love it and i think we're always looking for different business growth opportunities in in our whether we've got a small business a large business bringing meaning into what we do personally um i think it's the most fantastic thing to do so how do people get hold of you? You've got Remarkable Partnerships. So what's the URL for that? Is it finished? With the yeah, remarkable, simply remarkablepartnerships.com. Yep. So if you, you uh, jump on there, then um, you can see our website and you can book a discovery call with us. Or you can, you know, find me on LinkedIn or yep. drop me an email at jonathan at remarkablepartnerships.com. Brilliant. And of course, you can also contact Thomas or I if you'd like an introduction I love this. I think this is a really inspiring thought. And um, yeah, really fantastic to have you with you. I'm really excited about all the different partnership opportunities. And when I said you'd inspired me, I was thinking, you know, there are many reasons that Thomas and I are driven to build community. And the critical one is to help businesses grow in a really beautiful way where they don't feel alone. And I, you know, I personally think that loneliness in business, well, loneliness is now a pandemic. And loneliness Absolutely. is is really economically damaging for people i've got yeah. 10 reasons that i could share but i won't i won't do that now in the what way that 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 loneliness can actually really reduce the opportunities in companies to grow and survive and um so i'm thinking hmm, i wonder where there's a partnership in that i wonder what company i'm sure there is about that so yeah and I, and I do think i think you're absolutely right i do think for example you know corporate charity partnerships can work really well with membership type organizations because what it's doing is it can almost give you know i mean all all it should be doing with a partner partnership is amplifying 
the emotional reason that you do what you do. That's, That's all it's doing. You said, yeah. I love that. I absolutely love that. So amplify what you're doing. I think that's what we're saying here and uh, really think about yeah. partnerships. Thank you so much for your time, Jonathan. I've really enjoyed this chat. You're welcome. Thank you Me too. for anyone that's uh, listened all the way through and, and I hope we've inspired you to think about some new thoughts for your business in the year ahead. Thank you, Penny.